Good morning, Health Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I am super excited to be here with you guys today. I have so much to talk with you about. God loves you. He is with you. He is with you right now, wherever you are in your life, whatever you're going through. Um, you're not alone. And so we're going to talk a little bit on Mom Tips Monday today about um, some pretty important topics. So I'm glad you're here. And as you're coming on, I would love it if you guys would say hello. And I want to hear a prayer request. What is your number one prayer request right now? Because we love to pray for each other here at Help Club, and I would love to pray for you guys today. And so say hello and tell me how I can pray for you. Uh, I'm going to start us off in prayer because I want to invite God into this time. I want each of us to uh, experience Jesus in a personal way, even across Facebook today, even on a little mentoring video. I am praying that the Holy Spirit will speak to your hearts and you will encounter him and, and encounter Jesus in a whole new way. Okay, so let's pray. Father, I thank you for every person watching this video, listening to the podcast, watching the live or the recorded stream, God, or on Instagram. Uh, Lord, we say, uh, first of all, we love you, and we're so thankful for you. We're so thankful for the cross. We're so thankful for the gospel. We're so thankful for your love and your grace and your mercy. And Lord, we're so thankful that we get to live in this time in history, that we get to be moms, that we get to raise up the next generation of Christians for you. What an honor. Lord, we ask for you to come into this video. Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, you're what we need. Not me. We need you. Lord, I ask that you would get me out of the way and that you would speak, that you would have room to speak exactly what every single person who is joining us today needs to hear. Come, Holy Spirit, presence of God, come. Be so strong that we would all feel it in our homes. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I am so happy. I just went to the most amazing conference, and it's called the SEEK Conference in San Francisco. And uh, it sorry, <laughs> from my hand up there, I always get these little things come down on my phone. But um, I learned so much, and it was so encouraging to learn about the love of Jesus Christ and to learn more about uh, about Him and. It was just probably one of the most amazing conferences I've ever been to in my life. And I'm going to tell you one small portion about it today in today's Mom Tips Monday. And if you're new to Help Club, you might be like, well, Deb, what are mom tips? Well, I want to tell you. Uh, we have books that we go through at Help Club. We have church groups that go through our content. And we have moms that go through our content just by themselves. So they they go through it with a friend. Uh, they go through it in the Help Club for Moms online group. And right now we're going through the, the Help Club for Moms book called The Wise Woman Knows. It's all about knowing God. Uh, it's, it's an amazing book. I love this book. But I want to tell you what mom tips are. So uh, if you're joining us right now, we are going through the Word of God section. And don't forget to say hello and tell me how I can pray for you guys. Say hello and tell me how, and if you're listening to the podcast, I really, really want to encourage you guys to email us um, at admin at helpclubformoms.com 
and let us know how we can pray for you because we will definitely pray for you. Okay, and also before I forget, share the video with your friends because you never know, some of your friends might need encouragement. And if you're listening to the podcast, share the podcast with your friends. Uh, you never know. You're, there's so many discouraged people right now. And Lord, and guys, we have got the hope. <laughs> we have Jesus Christ and he is what people need right now more than ever before is people need to know Jesus. They need to know the love of Jesus Christ and everything he gives us. And so share the video with your friends and uh, pray for your friends that they will come to know the Lord, that they will walk with him more intimately. Guys, social media is a tool. And when you see someone coming across your newsfeed, pray for them. Uh, if you see someone that's uh, is going through a hard time or you know they're going through a hard time, pray for them. Guys, your prayers move heaven and they achieve unusual results. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the mom tips. What are mom tips? Well, I want to show them to you. They are on every single week. We have a page of them in our book. And here's one right here. This one is in the word of God section and it is um, right here. I'm sorry. Let me give you the page number. It was from last week. Let me give you the one from this week. So this week's mom tips are on page 58. Okay. And I'm going to read a few of them in case you're new to Help Club. I'll read a few of these mom tips to you so you know what they are. And hi, Kendra. Good to see you. Oh, and we'll definitely be, pr okay, we'll pray for that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. God is with her and God hears your prayers, Kendra. All right. So, okay. And Samantha, okay. I'll pray that for you. Thank you. Okay. So the wise woman builds her spirit. We, 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 we love cultivating four areas of a woman's life. Okay. We feel we want a holistic approach and it's the wise woman cultivates her spirit. Wise woman loves her husband. Wise woman loves her children. Wise woman cares for her home. Okay. And under the wise woman builds her spirit. That's all about getting to know Jesus and being closer to him. Write Ephesians 2, 19 through 22 on a note card or in your journal. Work on memorizing these verses by the end of the week. And um, oh, this one is so good. When you feel frustrated this week, try the method from Help Club for Moms team member Tara Davis, who wrote the devotion on the Help Club for Moms page today. It's incredible. Her mom to mom letter. It's also on the podcast, the Help Club for Moms podcast. If you want to listen to that, it's beautiful. But Tara Davis says this. She says, before you speak, take time to sing a short song. Uh, oh, she says, sorry. She says, when you feel frustrated this week, try this method from Help Club for Moms team member Tara Davis. Before you speak, take the time to sing a short song of praise to the Lord or recite a favorite Bible verse. This can be out loud or in your mind. This will give you time to calm down and collect your thoughts and focus on the Lord. You will find yourself choosing words that build up instead of words that tear down. Okay. And then uh, the wise woman loves her husband. Create a habit of praying for your husband. Pray each time you switch the laundry or empty the dishwasher. And under the wise woman loves her children, pick, pick a day to play some good old-fashioned games with your children. Some great choices are hide-and-seek, which I play with my granddaughter every time she comes over, uh, capture the flag, or some fun card games. And uh, also under the children section, encourage your children to memorize Romans 8.31, write it on your chalkboard or hang it on your refrigerator, take turns during mealtimes and car rides to say the verse, even a smallest child can memorize scripture. And you guys, we have videos. <laughs> it's so sweet of our children memorizing scripture when they were five and eight years old. And your little children can memorize scripture. Okay. They can memorize scripture. And when you read the Bible to your kids, let me tell you, 
they they are going to learn from you and they're going to remember these things deposited inside of their heart and it's never too late even if they're teenagers sometimes the teenagers don't want to memorize scripture or whatever but just pray for their hearts pray for god to reach their hearts but if they're little sing songs to your children about the lord listen to praise songs in your car uh there's so much good stuff out there you guys uh, last night, uh, we were celebrating our youngest granddaughter's birthday. She turned a year. And I, we all, all of the grandmothers and Uncle Jack, uh, my, my son, <laughs> gave, um, gave uh, Aspen gifts too. Our granddaughter, our, our two-year-old ga- granddaughter, we're like, well, we're going to get her presents too. And so we gave her presents. And I was giving my granddaughter, my two-year-old granddaughter, her little present. And as she was opening the bag, she saw just the side of it. It was like a Etch-A-Sketch. And um, it has like a little line, so it looks like uh, like a page to a book. And she opens it up. She goes, it's a Bible. And I was like, thank you, God, that her parents are raising her up in the ways of the Lord. And it, I sent my kids a video and a, a little text video thing that I do. And I just said, thank you for raising up your children for the Lord. And guys, it's never too late. Even if you have teenagers you just, and you, you are just now uh, learning how to be a Christian wife and mom, it's never too late. You can go in your kids' rooms. You can pray over them. You can anoint their bedroom with oil. You know, you can go through your house, anoint your home with oil, invite God's presence into your home. Guys, it is so important to be a Christian mom in your home, and it's never too late. And, it, and you remember what the Word of God says. God's mercies are new every day. So it doesn't matter what age you're starting. It's always better than not doing anything at all. And so anyway, just a little uh, little tidbit for you. But we're reading about the Word of God this week and last week. Okay. And this Friday on the podcast, we will have a, and also on YouTube, it's already there, but it's a teaching session. I think it's number four or three, but it's coming up on the podcast this Friday. And it's all about the devotion of the Word of God. And in that podcast that I'm doing this Friday, it's just a way that you can go deeper into your study if you're doing the study by yourself or if you're doing it with a group. You can listen to that podcast that's coming out Friday morning. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about a couple of important things. But before I do, I want you to show you this picture. And God has been speaking to my heart about this. And this is my grandmother, Granny Freeze is her name. And if you're uh, listening or on the podcast, I'm just holding up a picture of my grandmother. And I'll get a little closer. Okay, so my grandmother was full-blooded Indian. Okay, so that's my grandma. My dad is Irish, and, and I look like him. Uh, I have my, my, my mother's coloring and my dad's hair. And so um, anyway, this is my grandma, Granny Freeze. And a long time ago, when I was growing up, like I always thought of her because she was she was Pentecostal. She always wore a hair up in a bun. She wore dresses. She told me there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> she um she she like um she, we I kind of felt like bef- before recently I kind of felt like she was a little hellfire and damnation type of a person, <laughs> you know, because that was kind of the way she was. But God showed me something about my grandma, you guys, and I want to tell you the story about my grandma, and I feel really bad even saying those things that I said, but I didn't understand what I understand now. That's the beauty part of God is he tells you new things all the time, and look at this lady. So she, I didn't know her that much, but I do remember going to her house. She, they were super poor, and uh, she lived in a trailer, and my grandpa was an alcoholic. 
uh, the, you know, before that term, we, we called him a drunk, <laughs> like a drunk. And so my grandpa was a drunk and my, um, and my grandma was a Christian. And I'm telling you guys, I, God showed me something about my grandma. So my mother was going through a really hard time in her marriage with my dad. And she flipped out and did all this crazy stuff. She had all these different, she had several extramarital affairs, ripped my family apart. She started drinking. She started trying to commit suicide. Okay. And this is my grandmother's daughter. All right. And I'm sure it was hard for my mother to grow up with a dad that's an alcoholic. I mean, super bad. And uh, to be so poor, they were so poor. And um, anyway, so I don't blame my, I mean, I don't, I love my mom. She's, she's passed away when I was 20, but my grandma did this thing that God reminded me of recently. Okay. In my family, I am, I mean, my, I have some family members uh, that do believe, but they don't go to church. They don't walk with God. My sister uh, just died about eight weeks ago and she became a Christian two years ago and she loved Jesus. She is with him, but no one else in my family really, my dad and my mom, they believed for sure, but they didn't go to church. You know, they, there was no word of God in my home and things were pretty broken, but my grandmother. I went to church with my grandmother whenever I would go to her house, okay, in the summer or whatever. And do you know what my grandma did one time? She grabbed her friends. And guys, I'm telling, the reason I'm telling you this is I want you to know your prayers are powerful. This is under the wise woman loves her children. Pray for your children, okay? So my grandmother uh, grabbed her friends at church and they all kind of looked like my grandma, right? They all had these little buns in their hair and dresses on and stuff. And they, they grab this uh, oil, uh, this old, like that, I don't even know, it's like Pompeii, olive oil. And uh, they, they said, she said, we want to pray for you because you're sick. And I was not sick, you guys. I might have had a cold, okay? But she said, we're going to pray for you because you're sick. And I'm like, okay, even in my 10-year-old mind, I was like, I kind of know that maybe, you know, something is a little up. But they prayed over me. And initially, I was a little scared because they prayed in tongues over me. And I'm telling you, they also prayed in English, but they were calling down fire from heaven. Like these ladies, they were going like this and yelling and and praying over me. And I'm telling you guys that I was marked for God in that moment. And I didn't know it until recently. That, and I think it's just because God wants me to tell you to pray for your kids. And it doesn't matter if you pray in English or if you if you pray in tongues or whatever. It doesn't matter. Your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. And I am the way I am. Even though I had a really hard childhood, I made a lot of mistakes whenever I was um, in my 20s. I did drugs. I did all kinds of things. And then I came to Christ and married a godly man. We, we've been married 30 years. Our children love Jesus. And I'm sitting here with you in Help Club for Moms. Okay, <laughs> guys, seriously, this is a miracle that I am where I am today. And it's because of Jesus. It's because of the salvation that I have with Jesus Christ. Okay, it's because of the love of Jesus. And it all started with my grandmother's prayers when I was 10. So just to give you guys a little something Go pray for your kids. And if you're a grandma, you pray for your kids, okay, your grandkids. I anoint my grandkids with oil. Like I, I have them every week to babysit and I anoint them with oil as soon as I put them in their car seats 
to drive them home, my husband and I lay hands on our grandbabies and we pray over them. Ha! You pray over your kids too. And you watch and see what God does in their life. And don't you ever give up on your children. And don't ever give up on the promises of God and what he has said to you about your kids. Don't ever give up. The enemy wants you to give up on your children. The enemy wants you to give up on your teenagers. The enemy, what if what if my grandma wouldn't have prayed over me? Or what if I had so many people witnessing to me and they knew I was doing drugs and stuff and they still kept witnessing to me and still kept telling me about the love of Jesus and still kept inviting me to church. What if they would have given up on me? Do not give up on your children. Do not give up on your husband. Do not give up on your marriage, okay? Don't give up. We never give up. It's not an option as a Christian to give up. And we need to call those things that are not as though they yet were. That's Romans 4, 17. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things that are not as though they yet were. Call out the things that you see or you have heard from the Lord in your children's lives, especially if they're struggling. You call out the good things that they're doing, the good things that God has for them, the great plans that God has, and you do not let the enemy cause you to doubt the promises of God. And he will put fear in you. He will cause you to think that, oh, my kids aren't going to believe in God, blah, 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 blah. You are not listening to him. In Jesus' name, Satan, you must go. You listen to God and you just, you declare those promises of God over your children. You declare the words that God has given you over your children and you speak life to your children and you tell them about the amazing plans God has for their life. Okay? Don't give up. So that's number one. That's my number one mom tip under children. I'm out of order today because I was just wanting to talk about my grandma. But so I want to tell you something. You know, it's kind of scary right now in our world. Everything has changed, right? Lots of things. I mean, I was in Paris two years ago with my friend, Ray Ellen Sanders, who's a flight attendant for United. She was, and she retired and she gets to put a friend on her flying thing, you know, like a friend, like a year, every year she puts people on her flying thing. And I flew standby with her to Paris for 48 hours, if you can believe it. We flew there. We had 48 hours to go to Paris, and then we flew back home. (laughs) It was so much fun. We had the best time ever. But I was looking at my memories on Facebook from two years ago, and there were people everywhere, and people were just... Um, you know, laughing and having fun and walking all the way, you know, all over town and stuff. And now it's completely different. Like there's masks and all kinds of stuff. But guys, I'm telling you that God never changes. Even if the world changes, God's love for you never changes. God's plans for you never change. The purposes of God in your generation never change. He is steady and he never changes. And the number one thing that we can do right now is cooperate with God, cooperate with the plans of God, and not allow ourselves to get into fear, not allow ourselves to get bitter, not allow ourselves uh, to uh, be overcome with fear, all right? And so I believe the number one thing that we need to be doing right now, and it might sound like I, I beat a dead horse at Help Club about this topic because... I can't stop talking about it because it is the truth. It is the most life-changing mom tip I could ever give you your whole entire life. Okay, are you ready for it? The best thing that you can do right now is to prioritize the secret place with Jesus. Prioritize the secret place with Jesus to make spending time with the Lord, communing with him, and not just the help me, help me, help me prayers, But the, Lord, I love you. I love your word. 
and worship him. Lord, show me your love today. Lord, what do you have for me? You know, part of the Holy Spirit's job is to guide you into all truth and show you the things that are to come. Guide you into all truth, show you the things that are to come. He will show you how to be prepared for anything that comes our way in our whole lifetime if you spend time with him, if you prioritize the secret place. And you know what, guys, um, when I was at, so I went to the SEEK conference um, this last weekend. It was amazing. And then I also went to the conference and it was called The Way in, um, it's the same people. It's Magnify Jesus. You can find them on Instagram. Uh, but uh, it's all about the presence of God. It's all about the secret place. It's all about encouraging each other to find every single thing that we need in Christ. It's just like Help Club. We're all about that too. We're moms encouraging moms to know the love of Jesus Christ. That's our whole, that's our why statement. That's our everything. And everyone on the Help Club team, this was from the very beginning of Help Club. This was our thing with each other. We were going to spend time with Jesus and allow whatever is in our quiet time to come out of us to our moms. And that is the way we run our ministry, our all-volunteer ministry. We spend time with him, what he teaches us in the secret place, or what, what we feel like he's telling us all through the day or whatever, we're sharing with our moms. And that's it. It's super easy. God wants to do that for you. God wants to give you words in your secret place for your children, for your husband, for your community, for your friend. He wants to encourage you. He wants to love you. Guys, I love this quote. I, 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 uh, I read this quote today by Madame Jean Guion, and I'm pretty sure she lived in like the 1600s. But listen to this. How deep is God's love? He gives himself to those who have made a place for him. He becomes their end, their fullness, their everything. Let me read it again. How deep is God's love? He gives himself to those who have made a place for him. He becomes their end, their fullness, their everything. And I want to ask you a question, ladies. Have you made a place for God in your life? Have you made a place for the Holy Spirit to speak to you and to guide you into all truth and to show you the things that are to come? Have you made a place for him? It's so important. It's the most important thing. And I remember being a young mom and I was overwhelmed. I was so overwhelmed because I didn't know how to have a Christian home. And I would go into my daughter's room at night and I would kneel beside her bed and I would cry and I would pray and cry out to God and say, God, help me. I have no idea what I'm doing. And he always said the same thing to me. Spend time with me, Deb. And so he told me to get up early. I would get up early and I would spend those hours with him or the, it started with 15 minutes. I got up 15 minutes earlier and then it turned into 30 minutes. And, you know, I mean, everybody's different when your kids are little, you, you, you spend time with them. Then you spend time with them all day long and he's with you all day. Right. I, I love the focus time I have to spend with him, even though I still spend time with him all day. I love that time that I'm sitting and just drinking in his love because that is what we all need is his love. At the conference this weekend, they also said a statement that was profound, that comparison uh, is diminished or no, childlike faith diminishes comparison. Childlike faith diminishes comparison. And guys, 
How many of us compare ourselves, right? We compare ourselves to our friends. We compare our parenting. We compare social media. I mean, I used to compare myself to moms all the time. But guys, childlike faith diminishes comparison. And what that means is if you look at a child and how innocent they are, and they'll believe you, the little children, they believe you what you tell them. You know, they, they smile. They believe you. And that's the way God wants us with his promises and with the word. He wants us to believe it as a child. And and you know what else the speaker said that was so amazing? He said, you need to go on adventures with God. And this doesn't mean like getting on a plane. It means like your everyday life. Go outside and play. Go outside and play. Go outside and go on an adventure with Jesus. Ask him, Lord Jesus, what adventure do you have for me today? And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like going and or whatever. It could be anything. But God has an adventure for us each day, even in our suffering, even in our happy places. He has an adventure for you to follow him when you release things to him, release control, release fear, release whatever it is that you're going through to him and just say, Lord, love me, help me to follow you and repent. Guys, I cannot talk enough about the value of repentance. Repentance is so important and all repentance is, is changing your mind. It's like you're walking one direction and you're like, oh, God said, don't do this. And you turn around and you go back the other way towards the Lord. I repent all the time. During COVID, so this is a little secret. I don't have anything. I don't have anything against drinking wine or alcohol. I don't believe in getting drunk at all. I don't believe in that. And we didn't drink at all when our kids were growing up. Um, but during COVID, when it first started, I was having a glass of wine every night, just about like just a half a glass of wine. And I always kind of checked myself. But then I started thinking, I don't think I need that every day. If I want to have a glass of wine with my friends or, or something fun, you know, but I don't need it every day to unwind. I don't need, if I'm going through stress, I don't need to have wine to calm me down. And so God started speaking to me about that. And so I stopped doing it every day. And he speaks to us about all kinds of things. Like when I first became a Christian, I was smoking. I was still doing drugs. And uh, I was sleeping with my boyfriend, who is now my husband. <laughs> and so, um, but do you know what God did? He took those things away one at a time. And I didn't feel condemned. You know, I just, you know, one day I kind of thought, well, I don't really want to smoke anymore. And it went away. And then another time I was like, well, I definitely don't want to do drugs. Because one time, if you can believe this, this is a really true story. I, uh, I went out. So I was a party girl. I wasn't like a drug addict, but I was a party girl. Love to go out and have fun. And I did this drug and I went to church the next day. And on this drug, it keeps you up a lot at night. And I, I was up all night until like, you know, until it was time to go to church. And I was like, well, I need to go to church because I've been going to church. And, um, and I went to church and I was like, God spoke to me in that moment. And I was like, I will never do drugs again, ever. But I was a Christian when that happened. And so maybe God's speaking to you about something. And then my husband. So he's now my husband, but we were having sex, you know, and we were. And uh, God spoke to me and my husband. And I was going to church every Sunday with him. And we were still doing what we shouldn't be doing. 
And I felt God telling me that he wanted, that I needed to get baptized, but I didn't feel right about getting baptized, still doing that habitual sin, right? And I just prayed and I asked God to help us to stop. And we did. And we actually met with some elder, older people at our church and they prayed over us and we stopped for a whole year before we got married. A whole year. That's a lot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so then we got married and oh, you know what else we did? We repented. So we repented from that. So we we were with these counselors from our church and my husband asked me for forgiveness for us having sex together and for him having sex with anyone else, you know, before me. And I did the same thing. I said, you know, Randy, uh, will you forgive me for having sex with anyone before I met you and for you and I having sex? And then we both prayed and asked the Lord to forgive us for having sex. And guys, I'm telling you, that's it. That was a big deal for us. And our marriage is so blessed and we have a wonderful intimacy life. We have a wonderful uh, marriage and I'm so thankful, but our marriage started with repentance. And so I can't speak enough about repentance and how it's important. So, you know, maybe God's speaking to you about that. It won't be condemning, but it will be convicting. So with that, we're going to pray and then I'm going to pray for you guys. Okay. I want you guys to tell me, how can I pray for you? Go ahead and tell me if you haven't done it yet. Tell me how I can pray for you. And uh, I'm going to start praying right now and share the video. If you haven't shared it yet, if you just tuned in, share the video with your friends in case they need encouragement. And uh, you can tag me if you're my friend on Facebook, because uh, then more people can see your video. But we just really want to help moms. And we don't have a lot of money for advertising because we are all volunteers. And so, you know, we spend like $5 to advertise a video on Facebook. And it gets out there, but uh, the more people that share our content, the more people we can reach, okay? All right, so I'm going to start praying, and you guys leave your prayer request right there, and then I'm going to come down, and I'm going to start scrolling. I'm going to pray for you. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm just so thankful for you. Oh, thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving each one of us. Thank you for our relationship with you. Thank you, God, that you are real. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you guide us into all truth and you show us the things that are to come. Thank you, Jesus, for showing us the way to live and pointing us to the Father and showing us what the Father's like. And Jesus, we just thank you for dying for us. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you so much. Thank you for these moms here and dads who might be watching. And Lord, if there's anything that they need conviction for, I pray that you would gently speak to their hearts right now. And Lord, that if it's something that feels too big to change in their life, that they would come to you even more, uh, press into you more, go to a friend, a pastor, ask for prayer, confess their sin to one to another. It's so important to confess our sins to other people and to you and I just pray, Lord, that you would help us all to repent and to turn our hearts to you. Thank you for your conviction. Thank you for the, the straight and narrow path that we can walk on because you're leading us. Thank you that we don't have to be perfect to follow you. Thank you for saving me first and then taking away the things that were not of you. And thank you for forgiveness. And Lord, I just pray for these moms that you would give them a great week, help them with their children, 
Help them to be patient. Help them to follow you and not to look around at other people, to have childlike faith, to not compare themselves, uh, to remember the words that you have spoken over their children and not to believe the enemy's lies when he's talking about their children and that he that uh, they wouldn't listen to the enemy, the enemy, that you would protect them and their families and their marriages from the enemy. And Lord, we just thank you for that you're real and we love you in Jesus' name. Okay, so now I'm going to pray for you guys. So let's see. Okay, let's go here to Kendra. Okay, Kendra is her daughter who's experienced. Okay, I totally get that right now. It's such a hard time. Oh, Jesus, thank you for Kendra's faithfulness. She loves her daughter and her husband and their children so much. And Lord, I just pray a blessing over Kendra's daughter. I pray a hedge of protection around her from the lies of the enemy and the lies of our culture. And Lord, we pray that uh, Kendra's daughter will see herself as a daughter of the King, as a woman of God, as a daughter of the Most High God, and that she will know your love no matter what she does or what she thinks or what she's doing, that she will know your love and that you will bring her deep conviction to turn her heart away from those things and that you would just draw her heart and help Kendra and her husband to have wisdom in guiding their teenager right now and not to be impatient, not to be condemned, but know that each of us are on our own path, but that you are faithful and that you are speaking. So Lord, help her to keep praying, keep trusting, and to walk with you during this season and not to lose her hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Samantha. Hi. Okay, her health. Okay, so Lord, I pray for Samantha and anyone else who might be struggling with poor health right now. I pray that you will heal their bodies. Thank you, Jesus, that you were beaten beyond recognition as a man, and by your stripes, they are healed. Father, I pray for deep healing, heart, soul, mind, and emotions for every person who is going through health problems. And for Samantha, God, that she would see your will for her life, that you would you would give her a miracle right now, bring her healing, that if you want her to go to her elders at church to be prayed over and anointed with oil, that she would do that. According to the word, it says to do that. Uh, Father, that you would give her doctors, you would give her good care. And we do ask you for a miracle though, in Jesus name. And hi, Judy. And Ali says, good morning, Deb. Prayers for recovery from the tummy bug. Ah, oh, that's so bad. Okay. I hate that. Okay, so I pray for Allie that she and her family, anyone else that has this stomach bug, that you would heal them, Lord, just like I prayed for Samantha, that uh, you who are beaten beyond recognition as a man for her healing, Jesus, you were beaten. We can't even imagine what you must have looked like after your beating for the word to say that you were unrecognizable as a human being. It must have been brutal, but you did that. By your stripes, Allie is healed. So, Lord, we ask for healing in Jesus' name. And let's see. Oh, thank you, Help Club. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you. Help. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, childlike faith. Allie. Oh, it's been so hard for me. Love wine. I know. It's, it, I, I, lo- I like drinking it, too. It's, it's fun, especially with my friends. But I, I just think that it's good to have um, a check, you know, to walk with him. Seltzer water. I love that. I love that. Well, Deb. Okay. Restful. Oh, Nikki needs restful sleep. Okay. Jesus, we pray for Nikki that she will get restful sleep. I know her boys are keeping her up at night. And so Jesus, we pray for restful sleep for her and her whole household and that you will help them through everything that they're going through right now in their family and that you would 
Bless their home. Fill their home with your peace and your presence and your joy every single night so that they wake up rested and refreshed. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. I love you. I'll see you next week. All right. Don't forget to listen on the podcast. Okay. Bye.